Behind the vinyl, this time with uh, Peto. Yes. The main man. Hypocrisy, among other things. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hypocrisy, yeah. pain, Linderman. Yes. Uh, producer. ACDZ, Arrow Maiden. There you go. Priest. There you go. You Metallica. name it. You name it. It's all you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, a few bands, yes. Um, welcome aboard. Um, behind you. the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, we threw it over to you and you picked Kiss Destroyer. Yeah. We're not overly surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no. Not really. But we're, we're rather happy. Uh, yeah. Two, two other Kiss Freaks. And yeah. um, so far, we've done two Kiss records. Really? Uh, Revenge, think so, yeah. Revenge and... I can't remember what else we did. Oh, something else. Something else. We're yeah. Not Crazy Night, I hope. Not Crazy well, Night. No. no. Right. <laughs> we, we, we kind of have limits, like some albums we won't touch. Um, yeah. And that's one of the records we're not going to touch. Nah. Yeah. There's not too much to say about it. No. I no. love that one. Crazy Night. <laughs> yeah. When I saw it, I was like, okay. This that was the first tour that, I saw. I gave up now. <laughs> <laughs> the first tour I saw was actually Revenge. First yeah, one crazy I saw, nice with I mine. saw Lick It Up here at the... Uh, Hobart, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Helix opening up. Yeah, and then the next year was with uh, Bon Jovi, I think. Right, exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, true. Animalize. Yeah, exactly. Didn't didn't they play Eric's Bardet or something? 1980, Ex-Dol Island, yeah. With Iron Maiden opening up. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Is that a tennis hall or something? something like that, yeah. Is it down by... Or something like that. No, it's, it's, it's the tunnel or something. No, it's over by it's, it's uh, close to uh, Skanstull. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Ringwagen. Okay. Aha, uh-huh, okay, okay. No. Ring Road. Ring Road. Yes. Yeah. So um um, let's get straight into it. Yep. Opening track, Detroit, uh, Detroit Rock City. Let's yeah. play it, and we'll come back and talk about it yep. after this. Questionably one of the biggest songs, Detroit Rock City. Yeah. It's a, but it's an interesting opener for a record. The the it is. with it's the extended yeah, mm. it's, it's especially in seventy six. Mm. And I mean the whole uh, not necessarily the songs makes it one of my favorite albums, but just the vibe of it and just the roller coaster of different things in there. From coming from rock and roll for three albums yeah. plus the the live album, you know, and all suddenly uh, I, I guess it has to do with the uh, producer because he did uh, a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, Bob Ezrin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did he do? Probably. He did Lou Reed. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, and things like that. So I, I guess he probably had something to do with these, um, yeah, different things. Yeah. Than what they normally did. Absolutely. I think also I, I what they what he did was that he kind of taught them music. Yeah. And he, he and they have said that it was like a music boot camp because exactly. he taught them about uh, choruses yeah. and notes and everything. Yeah. I know Peter Chris was not impressed. No, exactly. Because <laughs> he made him play as a drummer yeah. and not as a fantasy <laughs> rock star. Exactly. Kinda. Exactly. So he really had to learn, and he was not really impressed by having mm. to learn and having people telling him what to do. Exactly. So, so true. It was a little bit. Yeah, I read some stuff. Whatever is true and what is not, I don't know, but. You know, from the books and stuff, 
from Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley and yeah. things you, you see already there, it's really starting to go south. Oh, absolutely. He was doing, uh, I think he was doing cocaine and stuff like that at that time. Yeah. And living but even in the early days, even before, you know, Ace Freely refused to, to move any gears or yeah. anything. He was just sitting. Yeah. And Peter Chris was always like threatening about quitting. Yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. Till True. The end. True. So I guess it was not an easy task. But thing. do you look at him as a as a uh, as a good drummer? In the past, he was really good. I mean, yeah. let me go rock and roll and and things like that. If you listen to the live stuff yep. up to '76, I think he kind of lost it after. That, right. Yeah. You know? And you know, with the reunion when he was hitting the cymbals, they hardly moved. Right. It's <laughs> over triggered drum set. You know, in the '96, '97. Because yeah. I guess that was the only way to save it. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, probably. You know, probably. But he was really good. I, I thought, you know, he, he, but he comes from a jazz yes. family. But let's go back to the album. I mean, the, the feeling of it uh, when I was a kid, when I listened to it, I had like, if you close your eyes, you could see, see where they played. It felt like there was a, a basketball arena right, kind yeah. of feeling to it. And you always, you know, when you were six, seven years old, you always uh, had a fantasy or you could uh, a view of it, how it was. And w while they were mixing with the uh, ladies singing or, or orchestra parts or pianos and stuff like that, it, it made it a different vibe. Yeah, was totally. This your, was this your gateway album into Kiss? Uh, no, actually, Alive was. Alive was, right. Yeah, my neighbor, I was five years old at that time. Um, my neighbor came home and I saw the faces and, you know, the cover. And I was like, wow. This guy used to come home with like three or four albums a week. He, anything from Blondie or Ramon's Kiss, you name it, all of it. You know, he was insane buying vinyls. So, I I was always hanging there. He was ten years older than me, so he kind of fed me on what I am today. Right. Yeah. That's a pretty cool neighbor to have. Yeah, I never it had a neighbor, neighbor like that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. this is this is their fourth record. Mm -hmm. um, so Kiss, uh, Kiss, Kiss. Um, hotter than hell. Dress, Dress to kill. kill. Dress to kill, and, yep. then the, and then the alive. So this was yep. the first album that really took them to another level because the, the well, three that's not studio really true. albums, uh, the, the, the live album took them. Uh, the, to, yeah, yeah, the live to, album to broke the them, level. and this yeah, took them. Sure. And I guess they were in the, either they go on the same way again or they yep. try something new. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of Kiss fans was pissed with this record. With this record, I yeah. think a lot of Kiss fans. Although the rumor I've heard is that Kiss fans used to, uh, Bob Ezrin had a listed number. So that people could find him. Have you heard this story? No. So, so all Kiss fans would actually yeah. find his number, and and call him and say, "You have to work with Kiss." Right. Yes. Really. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yes. Exactly. Before they started. Before they started yeah. working. Yeah. Oh. And and right. Kiss had heard about him. And supposedly at a Toronto uh, they radio met. station. Yes. Yeah. He was coming in for an interview. Kiss was literally walking down the stairs as he was walking up. Oh. And they passed, and he he said to Paul Stanley, "Hey, if you're not happy with the way your albums." Give yeah. me a call. Yeah. And lo and behold, like a couple of weeks later, oh. yeah. he, he got a phone call yeah. from uh, from um, Bill O'Coin. Yeah. Bill O'Coin. Yeah. 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 I read that the, the first show we saw was in Ann Arbor, okay. Michigan. And he said that it was like the audience, it was a full house. The audience uh, was mostly 15-year-old boys with pimply faces. Mm -hmm. And that like the, the, the mission with Destroyer was to turn uh to reach out to to women mm. 
mm. and also to to young men to okay. to kind of get an uh, an older audience i think yeah yeah i i heard he was surprised at how big it was mm. yeah i was like fuck i'm surprised how many people were yeah here. yeah but i'm more also surprised it's only 15 year old pimply face exactly <laughs> boys and yeah, yeah, else. yeah so oh, and wow. that was his way of of breaking them yeah um, so um back to the record mm-hmm. um your your kiss album your favorite kiss album it used to be now I think it's rock and roll over okay because that's pure rock and roll I would say yeah it's it's back to the three first albums but I would say in my taste better played maybe some better songs in there there's still good songs on the three first ones so don't get me wrong you know mm. but I'm just saying that this is more the only thing I don't really like is hard luck woman but <laughs> the, the rest <laughs> I think is real classics all of them yeah, right. yeah. when love gun came it started getting weird with yeah. Then she kissed me. True. Yeah. And yeah. Tomorrow and tonight. It was yeah. Like, mm. but Almost re- human re- stuff like that. Yeah, but that is you good like though. that. Yeah, oh. those are really cool. Oh, okay. I really like it. It's more closer to his solo album. Yeah, I would sure. Say. True. And that's my favorite solo album. It is. I've probably one of the few that. Yes, really. I would like say it. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> Mostly pick A's or Paul. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I really like it. It's the same thing there. It's different, you know. Yeah. It's almost like Bob Esprit would have produ- produced. Yeah. It. Yeah. So I, I guess I like more theatrically, uh, and not just one way. It goes all kinds of ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably he tell about my career as well in music. <laughs> he had uh, Peg Bundy on the album, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Don, and share and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. We were it's only cool. talking about that the other day. Yeah. About oh, Peg Bundy. Yeah. Peg yeah, Bundy yeah. being on yeah. the record. Oh yeah. yeah. Whatever. What's her name? Uh, uh, Katie Segal. Katie Segal. They were a couple for I guess around that time there were a couple for a brief for a brief moment. Well, so was Donna Summers. A couple of. Yes, yeah. a couple of those, yes. Donna Fast Summers months. also. Yeah. Gene Simmons and Donna Summers. And Cher yeah. and Dana Ross yeah. and all exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. He's going for all of them. <laughs> or he did. <laughs> he did, exactly. Yeah. Right, let's find another song. Let's uh, King of the Nighttime World yeah. and we'll come back after this. <laughs> Nighttime World, they later on on the Dynasty tour they open up with that song, which mm. I always thought was a really weird song to open up a show with. Yeah, you got Ace doing that. Yeah, but uh, it's a great song. It's a great song on the album. Yeah, same there. It has an atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's what I like about this album. Yes, it has a fucking atmosphere. Yes, so true. And it came from Hollywood stars, yeah. Kim Fowlis, uh, a band he worked with. Yeah, right. Uh, that he brought. I think that they recorded it, but they never released that album i think yeah. but it's a great song it is mm. i love it for sure 
And this is also, the, this album is the first time they've really brought in um, external players. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. um, sometimes people weren't there. <laughs> exactly. So they yeah. had to do something. <laughs> the money machine was ticking, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something, oh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, and it was a pretty heavy schedule here. The, the band were doing basically two albums a year. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, yeah. tour as yes. well. And yes. Yes. Well. Nuts. So when did Nuts. they release this? March? March, March 15th, yeah. 1976. March 15th. Um, and October was rock and roll over, I think. November. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. November something, yeah. 16th or yeah. something And like they were that. doing like this March, April, and October, yeah. November, like for for the three first years, I, I would say. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then 78, it was insane. It was like the double platinum plus the solo album. Exactly. Double platinum is not hard yeah. to get together. But no. Yeah. And the third. Yeah. Mm. Play Japan and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 so Considering the quality of songs on this record. Yeah. And... Uh, how did they write it? I, I don't understand. And yeah, when they, they did the demos and stuff, yeah. did you just stop like, like for instance, now when we're in Stockholm, I, I need to go for three hours to a studio. I need to lay Well, they probably did place. in some way, yeah. I think. They must have. Because they did in January 1975, they cut demos in Larrabee Studios in Los Angeles. And then in August 75, they did the, did the Magna Graphics Studio in New York. Okay. And you that's where... The songs where they did all of Oh, them? sure. Uh... In Larrabee, they did Burning Up With Fever, mm -hmm. Anything For My Baby, Rock and Roll All Night, and Mistake. Mm -hmm. And Magna Graphics in August 75 is where there's a demo of Detroit Rock City, mm -hmm. which sounds quite different than the version that ended up on the, uh, on the album. Yeah. A different intro. There's solos in the intro. Yeah. He's singing in a different way. Yeah. I think the lyrics are different. And they did some stuff that ended up on, um, on Gene Simmons' solo album. Yeah, of course. They did Mad Dog. And Mad Dog has the a riff that turned into Flaming Youth, yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, and they did Don't You Hesitate, God of Thunder with Paul, Paul yeah, yeah, on I vocals, because yeah. uh, he did it. Well, he yeah. wrote it. He, yeah, wrote, he it, wrote it, exactly. It, yeah. and, and it sounded just really weird. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, apparently, because him and Simmons were discussing that, I think Paul said something, well, you're always writing these kinds of songs. Yeah. And uh, then Paul just thought, well, I go write a Gene Simmons song, and that's what he did. Yeah, but still, Gene Simmons didn't write a song like that. No, before. not really. No, no. It was, I guess, more meant for him. Yeah. Because they both were talking about screwing. Yeah. You know, yeah. screwing everything and <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. So I guess they started getting getting characters. Yes, probably. Really, yes. like yeah. the demon, the star child, and blah blah blah. So true. Yeah. So I guess maybe he formed it a little bit better. Yeah. For, oh for yeah. Gene. Oh yeah. And, and Bob Esrin's kids. Yeah, talking uh, on the walkie-talkies. Talking on the walkie-talkies. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. Running cool. around in the studio. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> that and that's such an iconic song for for Gene Simmons too, and that's what I'm waiting on now. If if um, I think we've talked about it, I always wish wish they did a Kiss Gene Simmons run. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mm. think that could give more longevity. Absolutely. Obviously now it's the end. It's the final tour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I always thought what they would have put that in there. You know, mm. and have yeah. A, Definitely. Predominantly Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Singing songs. Yeah, he's, yeah. Still, he's still got a voice. Absolutely. He does. Yeah. And he yeah. still sings as good as he always did. Yeah. I, I like the way with Simmons' voice. It's the same thing here on, on, on this album. That's really when he started singing like Great Expectation. Yep. And then God of Thunder. You know, there's two. It's night and day. In his Absolutely. Vocals. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he took it even to the extreme on his solo album. Yes. I say, yes. Which I really like. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's a good one. Yeah. Let's play that, God of Thunder. Okay. Yep.
Nick Wagner um, coming to the fold. He played on a couple of tracks. Yeah. Yes. Um, obviously brought in from Bob Ezrin. Mm. Yeah, through Alice Cooper. Through Alice Cooper or through Lou Reed? Uh, might have been, yeah, might have been both of them, I guess. I but don't know. I have no, no clue. Because yeah. he, well, he, he, was, he was with both. Yeah. And he, and he played with Lou yeah. for many records. Yeah. He did the oh, Berlin yeah. record with him. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I just listened today. I listened to the when they released that deluxe Re- destroyer resurrected uh, a yeah. few years ago uh, the uh, the solo i think the solo that ace played yeah. was the, included yeah. and then you have the 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 version with dig wagner that ended up on the album yeah, yeah, exactly. and it's like that's night and day as well yeah, yeah. ace's solo sounds to me pretty crap and dick wagner has a different flow mm. to it mm. the thing with ace i i believe he didn't wake up until he he could start doing his solo stuff right then he saw his own potential yeah. i think yeah and he kind of took over i mean if you listen to dynasty album he has almost the best songs on that. oh sure yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely same on unmasked as well yeah true yeah he, i think he has the best songs so yeah i think he he was on a like um stereo stereo uh stereo stereoid <laughs> exactly run yeah from he sees that he can really make a difference oh yeah yeah so he 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 was the the most successful solo album as well. Oh sure, I mean, and they wa- I think they wanted him to sing early on, but he yeah, was but he too didn't want to do no, exactly. Yeah. And then he did shock me on on, yeah. on Love Gun album, which was pretty cool. Yeah, apparently I think singing also that was like the turning point. For yeah, him. and apparently doing it's laying down. I think in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard that yeah. too. He was just laying down. Yeah. And singing. <laughs> Crazy. I I love him as a player, but yeah, know, just uh, I I think he's a great. It's a bit sloppy, isn't it? I'm yeah, no guitar I, player, I love but. That. You know, yeah, I love it, and a little bit slow, kind of a little bit behind. Yeah, know. he's always been like a, yeah, he's out of space. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. his, it's a unique playing. It, it's a mix between Jeff Beck and um, uh, Page and right. all kinds yeah, yeah, of yeah. Hendrix, but in his own way. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, sure. And like he said, if I knew I was gonna be a guitar hero, I would have practiced, but he <laughs> didn't know. <he> <laughs> <laughs> Another fun thing was that Jay Messina was the engineer for this album. Who's that? Jay Messina was in Loggins and Messina. They did um, Kenny Loggins. Uh, oh, right. They were okay. big in the U.S. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Mama Don't Dance. Yeah. Your Mama Don't Dance and Your Daddy Don't Rock and Roll. Oh, really? Which Y&T recorded way later. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't Poison do that song as well? They did. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to know that. How yeah. did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we have to do a check on you later on here. What's going on? But there's Bon Jovi tattoos. Yeah, I see them everywhere. Yeah. Especially that one yeah <laughs> south of heaven huh yeah not many people only one other person has seen that so far but and it was, it was it was tom Araya, actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty, pretty cool scary. yeah um the album artwork is pretty special as ken well. ken kelly oh, yeah yeah, yeah. P- possibly one of the most iconic pieces yes yeah. definitely one of my favorite yes pieces up artwork this is like um i had a deja vu a couple of months ago uh, regarding covers and all suddenly it changed to like something else and things like that with um let's tell the story first with the with this because uh, it has the 75 close excite on, on the, the original beginning. yes yeah. yeah and uh that's another thing i want to ask you guys if you know about because they went out in europe in with with the alive with, with the alive close yes and still the album was out yeah and was it that the 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 stuff wasn't ready or, or i think i've heard but on the other hand they did um 
the orc the, the choir parts and the orchestra parts for the destroyer album yeah and then they had the destroyer they have the song. destroyer outfits yeah i think it was something i can't remember what it was if they were just waiting for keeping them th- for the american tour uh, when they were doing like a, a bigger show and all yeah. that, I don't know if it had anything to do about that. I have okay. no idea. I can't remember, but it's true. Yeah, they came with the Alive outfits to Sweden yeah. in May '76 yeah. and played Gothenburg, Stockholm, and yeah. and Lund. Mm-hmm. Lund, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. So th- that that was the tricky thing. So anyhow, yeah, they they put on uh, uh, the guy he he painted it with the '75 clothes, yep. and they go, no, we have new clothes <laughs> yeah. now. You have to redo it again. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like now you can just go in and Photoshop and no. shit, you know. So you have to redo <laughs> everything again. Yeah. Well, well, was that the one with the uh, the destroyed New York behind it in the background? No, the the background <coughs> is the same, pretty much. I right. think so. Yeah, yeah. but but, but there was something about yeah, but there was something about it that it was too uh, there was too much destruction or violence oh, yeah. or something. He, a- he actually so did a cover, yeah, yeah. With, with New York was burning, yeah, something yeah. like that, and, and the record good. company didn't like it, and no. he got paid for it. Yeah. So he actually the, the the finished cover was his second yeah. job, yeah. 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 and yeah. it wasn't a re redo as such it was actually a second job he got paid full price yeah. right for yeah. the uh yeah for the destroyer yeah. right so, yeah. you know with the burning yeah. city yeah. and and sent it and got paid for it and yeah. then they come back to him yeah. and he had to redo it yeah you know into what it was yeah. and he went on to man of war he did absolutely he did fighting the world and, yeah you know yeah. um he did a couple other well he he did ace freely Oh, the, on his solo album. Yeah, he did uh, one. That, one that of was his horrible. Yeah, with the you know with the spaceship. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. It's, okay. It's probably of computer generated. He probably, oh, probably started yes. working with yeah. computers because yeah. yeah. it was pretty shitty. Yeah. 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 So um, true. But there's some really good songs on Destroyer, and the thing oh, was yeah. that, like in the '80s, every time Kiss came out with a new album, mm. and there was some kind of interview pre-album release, mm. they would always say, "Yeah, it's it's new, sounding new." But it's also like it's, it, it's got elements from Destroyer. They always mm. mention Destroyer, yeah. so they must have seen that album themselves yeah. as like their their peak or their masterpiece. Or yeah. Yeah. Peter Chris called it their Stairway to Heaven. Their like their wow record. But right. I I really think they they peaked in in Rock and Roll Over. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, when Love Gun came out, they already were touring, kind of. Sure. So yeah. People didn't know what to get anyhow, no. and it was already pre-order in platinum yeah yeah in america yeah so people just went from the old yeah catalog yeah so i don't know how well it got received to be honest no no and i'm not really a big fan of the love gun album i would say as you i love rock and roll over great one i love destroyer yeah Uh, love Love gun for me is the first album in makeup where it's starting to get, I don't know. There's a couple of songs on. Yeah, there it gets I don't really, really weird. Like, yeah. Even Beth is on on Destroy. It didn't I didn't mind it at all. No, no, but, not but at all. It, yeah, when all these weird shit comes out. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's the funny thing. They never. I don't think I was checking today. I don't think they ever played Beth on the Destroy tour. They didn't. It wasn't until the Rock and Roll Over tour. That yeah, because it. then it became became the al- uh, exactly. the song of the year. Exactly. So they had exactly. To. It was the B side to the Detroit Rock yeah, City exactly. single. Yeah, exactly. People flipped it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. True. And didn't they send um, Lydia Chris to, to pick it up? The yeah. Awards? Yeah. yeah. People's Choice Award. Who People's did they award. send? Lydia, uh, Lydia Chris. Oh, Lydia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who supposedly she claims it's about her. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's, no, but it's it, about Beck. It's about Beck. A, be- a girl named Becky from the band Chelsea that Peter Chris was playing, and she kept calling the studio or whatever. It's when are you done? Yeah, they yeah. got tired of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but doesn't Lydia Chris? Because she even signs her name now. 
you know, Beth wishes. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely. probably does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe she thinks. She she thinks it. Or <laughs> let her let her think it. it. Uses yeah. it to, to to sell her book, which is which is possibly hey, the cool photos book. are. Yes. Amazing. Yes. That, that big fat book. That yep. book. Holy possibly the best book yeah. there yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. For sure. It's so great. I know. I know. Paul Stanley didn't like it. Because maybe um. he doesn't get any royalties. On it. <laughs> well, there, was, there was a couple of there was a couple of photos in there that uh, that sh- oh. he didn't like. Oh, yeah. Okay. There was right. one, um, the infamous um, German. Oh, and they're doing they're wearing the Nazi. Wearing, uh, the Nazi him and Peter Chris, yeah. When yeah. Ace freely kicked in the door, <laughs> to Vincent <laughs> in the Nazi uniform. Yeah. Oh, God. So it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go down so well with him. I can imagine it's must have been a hell of a ride oh yes you know, two guys totally out of control <laughs> yeah, and two guys trying only think about business yeah, and the yeah. career oh it's a crazy combo <laughs> Played um, "Shout It Out Loud." Yeah, uh, another, another great song. Just yeah, but it's a continuation of "Rock and Roll All Night." So yeah, yes, they knew they had to write another one, so it's like a part two. But yeah, I think it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, Every written song. in Bob Esrin's apartment. Really? Uh, oh, really? Uh, by the piano, and uh, I think with Paul and Gene on on mm. on both sides. Wow. And they, I, and I, see, I think he said in an interview that they kind of knew when they were writing it that this is going to be a like a big song yeah, yeah. Right. and it turned out to be I mean they're still playing it yeah yeah, absolutely or miming it it's <laughs> whatever <laughs> it, but it's still like top five oh of, yes of oh yeah, yeah. Yes, song, yes, sure. yes 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 it's hard to say which one is number one I have no clue no I, I've always had a soft spot for Sweet Pain that's great and and especially towards the end where it's just the uh, the girls singing yeah, Sweet Pain yeah, yeah. I love it I know so that good also made it a uh, different atmosphere yeah it made it also special I yeah think, it know. had some soul in it yeah somehow so um great song love that one yeah um have you ever met the guys no yeah well i met gene simmons on the airport but no biggie right okay uh photo you know starstruck right, yeah. <laughs> that's about it yeah. right yeah. but your collection is pretty big <coughs> yeah uh, it's still there. I actually bought uh, a new uh, pinball machine again. Oh, uh, a renovated one. Nice. So, and I traded it for my broken one. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Are you buying like there's now? There's tons of new, really expensive, cool bootlegs. Are you buying these bootlegs? Not They're like three thousand crowns. What was the one the other day? There was one. The it's from it's it's in silver. It's a box it and it's a from LA forums and seven. Right, yeah. And there's like um. There's like a 80-page photo book in there. It's There's new pins. Print. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah, it's all it's newly done. I don't buy anything after 82. Okay. Uh, with the, I, and I try to stick with the um, the official. Okay. Uh, right. Toys or whatever you want to okay. call. Okay. You know, so I pretty much have a lot of it. I don't know if you can never have enough. No. Or all of them. But I, I try to stick with when they were still in makeup and there was right. their stuff. Yeah. So Do you buy like different pressings and stuff of albums? Like the Not Mexico <laughs> pressing, the no, I, I I've seen so many fans. You know, I'm all all on on the forum, and you know, some people lay out, uh, for example, like Destroyer in like 
25 different exactly. violins yeah, yeah. or 30 different yeah. and they're all different yeah. yeah no i don't no well then it turns into a stamp collection for me because yeah, exactly. that then then the music is kind of secondary yeah. for me i i really try to collect uh like i said the whole thing up to um creatures, creatures yeah, yeah yeah and uh i always go for uh um white label and also oh, for, okay. for the 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 promotion prints you know right the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Stamp. yeah 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 that's really my thing i don't okay. know how many i have of the solo album and of course original white uh first album and white and everything is in in promo and stuff okay so that, cool. that's been my thing so i haven't and also the toys and stuff right so what's the coolest thing. toy you have you should get together with john five from rob zombies band yeah. he's oh, a massive his collector his collection is ridiculous yeah, yeah. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, it's really hard to say. I would say, um, ah, fuck. There's so many things. I love the dolls in the in the original. Oh, the me the Mego, uh, yeah, Mego yeah, dolls. Yeah. And, um, uh, Do you have the guitar? Tour, yeah, I've got the guitar. Oh. I, I got the trash can. I got. It's nice. like, just ask me. I, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's easier. <laughs> So the, the only one I, I somehow when I moved I lost Rob and Play. Oh. I, and now I can't really find it. I mean I've been out on on um uh sorry, I'm dead in my head. eBay. Uh, eBay for example and things and now I haven't looked for a while. Maybe okay. it's back again. Right. So that's the one I really need. I got the puzzles of course and all that shit most most of it is I love ra that wrapped in, in, in uh, plastic stuff. I love that you say that you really need it. <laughs> yeah, I, of course I really need it, you know, still. So, and, you know, I got a one and a half meter of, of 45s. And, oh, wow. And stuff, so. Jeez. Yeah. All, all the Japanese, all the American official. Wow. Uh, and also some, some more German, Swedish, UK, and blah, blah, blah. Right. Mainly, I wanted to have all the Japanese. I wanted to have all the American officials. But American ones are so boring, you know, yep. except uh, Flaming You. Yep. That was the only one with the cover on it. Exactly, yeah. The rest is just, like, yeah. weird. But the the Japanese ones are so cool with their their own Absolutely, covers. yeah. It's yeah. really nice pictures Look awesome. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you ordered the uh, Ross Radley book? Which Magic Chronicles, which is taking forever, no. seventy-three to eighty-three, oh, that with one. all no, the no, photos and yeah, all that no, stuff. No, no, I haven't. No. but I will. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool one. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, destroyer. I was just thinking the the outro, which yeah, is called the rock and roll stuff, party. Yeah. yeah, and you hear also, but in the beginning you also hear rock and roll all night solo. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, but yeah, I, true. I think you hear it at the end. Also. Yeah, I think no, so. he's talking to the audience. We yes, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing was that I think the first I had a tape. A friend of mine made a copy on a tape of yeah. the album and totally skipped that part. Bingo, so it was, same it was, same it was until years later. I realized, I what the hell is this? Exactly. Same <laughs> here. Same here. Exactly and same. also, Rock and Roll Party yeah. was the title of the live album that they recorded in in Japan in 1977. It was to be a, a only Budokon. exactly only mm. release in Japan. Yeah. But it never happened, and then parts of that recording ended up on Alive 2. Right. Ah, okay. okay. And uh, Alive 2 also had some, like, which is kind of funny how Alive 2 has Tomorrow and Tonight, mm. 
which they never played live. Yeah, so they did. So people at t- people who actually were at the LA Forum, yeah. when they saw that and listened to that album, was it gone? You know, they never played that song. Yeah. And I didn't learn this until like late eighties, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, good there was no internet then. Oh, that is yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would have been a scam. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> us in Sweden, for example, we had no clue. No, hell no. Jesus, or no. someone else? No, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. And also, seventy-five million records. Yeah, are probably a little bit over. Not, not a bad amount of records. No, by any stretch when? of the imagination. Uh, that was before the reunion. Now it's over one hundred and fifty million. Is it over one hundred and fifty? Yeah, of course. Okay, All right. Since ninety-six, oh, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved yeah. Up okay. yeah, sure, right, okay. sure. Okay. That's what well, I. Well, that's a little bit more realistic because. Yeah. Um, Seventy-five is a little low. Yeah, yeah but this was this, this this was still when they had uh, when they didn't have. No, this was on. right. This yeah, was after the first reunion, at least. No, 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 no. You think that? I'm pretty sure I, I'm good it, with it changed when when they yeah. did the reunion. It actually yeah. kind of yeah popped up and yeah. doubled more, and Probably also did. new generations came in and sure. discovered it. And sure, so on, so sure. So new releases, sure. new best ofs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah, 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 yeah. I I won't say hundred percent, but I can say over a hundred at least. You know, well over a hundred. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. like I said, it's hundred and fifty. But I mean, I can't be sure hundred percent. That's what I'm right. Yeah. yeah, but it should be hundred and fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, that's a good number. It's a very that's, good number. That's a, that's a good number. And most, what is it? Because that's something Gene Simmons always said. Most gold albums, I think, yeah. in the U.S. In or the U.S., but yeah. that's that's been like that for a long time. Yeah, They've, uh, they beat. Fr- Beatles, the Beatles, yeah. uh, Elvis Presley, which I are, are you sure? Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't, yeah, but, but it's but, but one thing about that, these guys were releasing two records a year. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of yeah. a lot of the bands weren't like the Beatles' career is actually really small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the Led they Zeppelin retired when they were twenty six years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Led Zeppelin career is yeah. really small. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. The Van Halen career. Oh yeah, is really yeah. very small yeah. in yeah. comparison. Yeah, you know? seventy eight to. Yeah. 83, 84. 84, 84 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. So it's a yeah. very small amount of time. It is. It is. It is. It is. So, so he's well and truly oh, yeah. in the right. Yeah. But obviously there's a lot more records. Yeah. That, yeah uh, it's 47 years. Yeah. 47 years. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to say that the first Kiss bootleg I ever heard was on a shitty tape and it was Destroys Anaheim, which is one of those classic I have Kiss that bootlegs. On yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That is a classic. Yep. Uh, I think it's wrapped also. Oh, that's even nicer. Yeah. Man. I have a few of those classic ones. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't go too crazy about uh, bootlegs. But right. when I found them, you know, in the 80s, yeah. when I was really on the move, Yeah. Uh, I bought them. Yeah. Nowadays, I see so many, it's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I stopped 82, 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, really yeah. getting into whatever came after that because it was a lot of, nah, I don't know, nothing. I don't know. My life it was really about the ten first years. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the most interesting part. Yeah. yeah. I liked it when they came back with Hot in the Shade. You could see that they're trying to find their way back a little bit, yeah. and then Revenge, of course, became. A I really think good Hot one. in the Shade is a shitty record. There's a few good songs. Yeah. yeah. But I was Revenge. on them also in Miami on that tour. Oh. You saw them. Course, okay, nice because yeah. yeah. I lived in, in Florida, then. right? Okay, so but yeah. that was a good tour because they played it a lot great. of songs, yeah, and a lot I mean, of songs like they had a comeback, yes, somehow. So true, still because yes. you know, 84, 83, 84 here in Johannesburg, yeah, I was like, oh, really, this is alive too, yeah, <laughs> look like any band, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Ah, it was crazy, yeah, it was, it was. You'll see him this time around, you'll get the chance to. 
nah, I don't want to. Yeah. I, I have a great memory. We went to Donington when they had the reunion in 96. Yes. And that blew my mind. I almost cried. Yeah. And everybody was, you know, so sharp. Stanley not wailing away the, the songs. He was actually listening to the previous right, yeah, albums yeah. and memorizing and not yeah. wailing it away. And right. Ace Freely played all the solos perfect. Yeah. Peter Chris played good. You know, it, it was... And, and the state show. Yeah. And you're oh, like, yeah. Oh, finally I can see live two shows. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's my memory, and I'll keep it like that. That's cool. Like, I, s I haven't... Yeah, I saw them in Globe after that. Ace Freely started really Oh, slacking. I did as well. I did as and well. And then I saw them on the stadium after that. Yes. And then I saw the 3D... Um, that the was... Psycho Circus. That was awful. And then I was like, okay, this is it. Yep. I I'll keep my <laughs> memories from yeah. 96. Yeah. Right? So true. Yeah. So true. Cool. Excellent. Thanks for your yes. time, man. Hey, thank, thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Great, great record. Great. We could sit for every <laughs> album if you want. <laughs> Absolutely. But not today because we've <laughs> got to get up on stage soon. We'll come back. Yeah, Absolutely. Come back. And we'll end with uh, Do You Love Me. Yeah. We'll close with that. Oh. One of the best ones as well. Absolutely. <laughs>